Hello and welcome to the Daily Phys Ed Podcast for Wednesday the 31st of January. My name is Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com and this is the Daily Phys Ed Podcast, a daily physical education podcast where I share with you reflections on my teaching practice, tips, techniques, strategies, technology tools and all other things physical education. Today is a very special episode of the Daily Phys Ed Podcast, so thank you for everybody for joining us. Today, here in Canada, it is Bell Let's Talk Day, a day that is dedicated to mental health and people uh, who are struggling with mental health issues. The whole idea of Bell Let's Talk Day is to get people talking about mental health in uh, an open and accepting way and to end the stigma that is attached to the idea of mental health issues. So today, if you are on social media, which is probably where you found this podcast, uh, I encourage you to go and check out the hashtag, hashtag Bell Let's Talk, and you will see lots and lots of people sharing some fantastic uh, resources, stories about their mental health issues, um, and just basically trying to move the conversation forward around the idea that it is okay to be not okay and it's okay to reach out and talk to people and it's okay uh, for us to be able to have honest and real conversations about mental health. It is something that affects either directly or indirectly nearly every single person out there in the world. I think if you're listening to this show, you probably either uh, know somebody who has uh, suffered from a mental health issue, uh, you may have at some point in your life or you may be currently fighting uh, a battle with mental health um, and just know that it is something that's okay to talk about, it is something that uh, is completely normal, it's something that affects, uh, I think the stats are nearly one in four uh, people here in Canada at least are affected by mental health issues at some point in their life. So it is okay not to be okay and it's also okay to talk about it, it's okay to talk about uh, the feelings that you have, it's okay to talk about uh, the fact that sometimes you just don't feel okay. So today's episode I want to sort of share uh, my experience with mental health, my experience uh, with people that I know in my family and my friends and their fights uh, against the demons that are inside their head and let all of you who are out there know that it's okay not to be okay. I have a very, very close first-hand experience with mental health issues. Um, I have at different stages in my life when I was younger uh, gone through times where I have uh, fought with depression and anxiety. Um, I've had feelings of uh, feeling that I'm not good enough, feeling that uh, I just don't know what's wrong and that I feel really upset and just crying for no reason. Feelings that, you know, maybe it would be easier to, to end it all. And, it, it, you know, it's when you have those feelings you feel completely out of control. And that feeling of out of control is a feeling that isn't a very, very nice feeling. There's been, there were days where I, I locked myself in my room, um, I didn't come out, I didn't speak to anyone, I deliberately ignored family members who had traveled more than two hours to see me when I was at university. They were knocking on my door and knocking on my window. Um, and I pretended that I wasn't there because it was easier for me just not to deal with having to talk about the way that I felt. So. I firsthand have dealt with uh, with mental health and, and, it, and really it was when I came to terms with going and speaking to a professional and when I came to terms with being able to speak to my friends and my family and let them know that I'm not okay. 
I'm not okay right now and I need your help. And it was when, when I did that that uh, I began to turn that corner and I began to see that it was okay to talk to people about it. It was okay to, to feel like, you know, I was out of control and I needed some help. And, and through talking to family and talking to friends and talking to professionals, I was able to, to turn that around and start to feel okay and start to uh, develop some strategies for uh, dealing with those thoughts when they when they came and, and being able to, to recognize those thoughts and say, okay, this is, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit down. I'm feeling like uh, things are getting on top of me right now. Um, you know, now's the time where I need to recognise that I need to go and speak with either a friend, a family member, or someone who is a professional, so that I'm better able to deal with these thoughts before they get on top of me. I also have very close family connections to people who have um, mental health struggles or issues. I have siblings um, and a parent uh, who at different stages or and are currently going through mental health um, challenges and battles and you know it's it's something that really hits home very hard when you when you have a family member who um, has those battles and, and has those days where they feel really low um, and sometimes you just don't know what to do as a as a friend as a family member as a friend as a brother as a husband as a son um, to help those people when they're having those issues. Um, and I think the thing that I've learned the most is that just simply being there for somebody when they're having a difficult time and, and, and letting them know that you're there if they need to talk and that you're there to support them and, and whatever they need to help them uh, start to feel a little bit more comfortable um, is really sometimes the best support that you can give. It might not be necessarily being uh, right up in their face and making sure that you're you're uh, trying to help them when they're feeling low, but just letting them know that that I'm here if you need me, and you know that I, that I love you, and that uh, anything that you need, uh, that I'm going to be there for you, and I can listen to you, and um, I can I can hear your struggles, and, and not be judgmental, and, and just be there to to help support them. I think probably the the um, the biggest impact on my life in terms of mental health um, that I've had was my cousin who uh, passed away about 18 months ago. Uh, he succumbed to the demons in his head and, and he committed suicide. And I'll never forget the call that I got. I was in Singapore and, and he was living in, uh, in uh, Townsville in, in far north Queensland in Australia. He was, I think, only 21 maybe. Very successful uh, mixed martial artist, had won a number of fights uh, in national mixed martial arts competitions, had... Uh, really everything going for him young fit strong attractive uh successful fighter loving family um but little did we know that he had those demons in his head and, and i got that call uh, one morning when i was on the way to work from my sister uh, and i'll never forget the sound in her voice when she told me that sam sam uh was gone and sam had uh committed suicide and it was just a terrible time for my family and it's something that really changed the entire fabric of my family um, who were always very positive and happy and a very close and connected family um, and it really just threw the entire family uh, for a loop and continues to throw the family for a loop but I think the one thing that um, has been a real positive to come out of that experience was it's really brought our family closer together through the fact that uh, there are no secrets and there are no 
there's no stigma attached to the way that people feel anymore. People are very more, much more open, and it's not just that simple like, "Hey, how you doing?" Oh, I'm good. It, it really, people really like everybody loved and cared for each other, but now they really love and care for each other a lot more. And it's really sad that something as terrible as that needed to happen for this, for that to happen for our family. But um, I think that. Uh, you know, going through something like that as a family really made us stronger and made us more aware that, you know, each of us has those battles to fight and each of us has those uh, demons that uh, are sometimes in our heads. And, you know, as a family member, it's really important that we're there for each other and that we listen to each other and that we're willing to, to have those conversations. Um, another great organisation uh, in Australia, definitely in Tasmania where I'm from, that uh, has done a lot of great work around mental health is uh, Speak Up State Chatty. Now this is a, a organisation that was founded by a guy called Mitch who lost his brother to suicide and, and really used that again to, to, as a launching off point to start this business and, and to, to really start sharing. I. Um, the fact that it's okay not not to be okay and it's okay to talk about things like suicide and mental health and it's been really successful and when my dad passed away uh in uh, march last year almost a year ago um rather than accepting don't uh like flowers for the funeral we we said uh, we wanted everyone to donate to that cause uh speak up stay chatting and we were able to donate a couple of thousand dollars to them um because my dad was very, very passionate about that. After the experience of losing Sam, it really hit him for six, and he really uh, understood the the need for us to be able to be more open and, and talk more about mental health issues. So my dad came from a, a generation of men who were told that you have to be strong and you have to be brave and you shouldn't talk about your feelings and you shouldn't cry, um, and just the stereotype that, uh, you know, mental health and being is is, a, is being weak um, and it was interesting growing up to see my dad you know put on that persona at times and, and it wasn't till I became an adult and I started to have some mental health issues and my brother uh, started to have some mental health issues that uh, it, it really became aware that he also had mental health issues and that he was fighting his own demons um, so it really you know I think it's important that we that we talk about mental health and we we feel okay to talk about mental health and we feel that uh, it's almost uh, the, one of the most important things to talk about now and, and to break that stereotype that men in particular have to be seen as strong and that they're weak if they're, if they're, they're uh, upset or if they're, they're battling these mental health issues. I think that uh, that was also something that uh, became very apparent to me as I became an adult and, and saw my, my dad in a different way. Um, so I was really proud that... Um, to be able to see that you know he really took the idea of uh, being accepting of mental health and, and talking about mental health um, and being open to that um, you know in between the time that Sam died and that he died um, as something that was really important to him so to be able to, to donate that money um, that was was collected um, at his funeral was really I think uh, something that I was really proud of I think it was something that he would have been really proud of as well and um, Will help to support you know people that that are having those issues. So I've, I've shared a little bit about my experience in mental health, and it's something that uh, is ongoing. I have friends and, and and other family members and extended family who who have their own issues, and it's something that for me I think is one of the most important things. So thank you for listening to my story of mental health, and we all have our own story of mental health. Um, whether it be our own story or whether it be the story of, of people around us, our friends, our family, our co-workers. 
Um, and I think, you know, as I said, it, it really, I, I by no means am a professional and I no means have the training to be able to begin to describe what I, what should be done. But I think from my experience and from my lived experience, it is just being there for people. It is um, just, you know, asking, are you okay? And, um, you know, really asking those harder questions. And like, you know, like I, I see that maybe you're, you're not feeling so well right now. You, you know, don't seem to be doing okay. How can I help? What can I do to support you? Can I listen to you? Can I be that shoulder for you just to lean on when you need that help? I would say from my lived experience, that's what I think we can uh, we can do as, as just human beings, good human beings. Um, from a teacher's point of view, I think it's something that we need to be more willing to talk to our students about. I think it's something that, especially as physical educators and physical health educators, it's maybe something that gets uh, washed over a little bit in our curriculum. We really focus a lot on the physical aspect of things, um, but I think working on developing that resiliency in our students, developing the skills to be able to communicate in our students so that if they do get themselves in situations where they're not feeling okay, that they feel confident enough to be able to uh, express that to somebody. And, and if you're the person that they express that to, knowing where to go knowing if a student comes and discloses to you that they're having mental health issues, knowing the, the resources and the steps and the organisations and the people that you can go to to be able to support them I think is really, really important. If you're here in Canada and you're listening to this, I know that there's some fantastic resources coming out of the teachresiliency.ca. Um, and if you do go to the Bell Let's Talk website, there's a lot of resources on there today, especially as well for people here in Canada. Um, resources of where to go to seek help if you're somebody that needs help or if you're a teacher or if you're a parent or if you're a friend, where you can also go to access resources to be able to help or to point people in the right direction. Uh, if you know this week, uh, we have our uh, dance play residency happening at the school and it's been really fantastic and I think one of the things that has been uh, one of the, I guess, best parts about it for me is the focus that they have on developing confident uh, students uh, at the end every single uh, lesson with the students saying to themselves silently in their head, I am awesome and then out loud, as loud as they can, I am awesome, before heading off and sh saying to five of their classmates, looking them in the eye and saying, you are awesome. And it's that positive self-talk that I think is uh, one small step which can begin to help our students. I don't think uh, I, as, as much um, as I should, enable students to be able to express themselves uh, positively and, and to really explicitly uh, give themselves self-talk and, and even as a teacher sometimes providing feedback I'm really guilty of saying like good job and that doesn't really provide that specific feedback I think something that I've really been trying hard to do recently is to give students really specific feedback um, only not only about their performance but about themselves as individuals and like I really love the way that you uh, speak to your friends or I really think that you are a really kind and caring person and having that positive um, self-talk and that positive talk coming from an adult and, and coming from somebody that that, students looks, that student looks up to um, as, a, as an adult role model I think is really really important in building that confidence for those students so um, if you're listening to this today um, and you think that uh, you know, you're, you're, you as a teacher can do more. Um, think about the stat that, you know, if that, that uh, one in four people 
in society uh, at some point in their life will, will battle mental health issues. You know, look at that in your class. You have 20 kids in your class. You know, there could be four or five students who are battling mental health issues either now or at some point in their future. And if you can give them the skills um, and the strategies and, and, and help them to be able to feel confident to talk about those issues when they face those issues, then I think that's a really important thing. I saw a statistic today when I was checking out some of the Bell Let's Talk uh, tweets that were out there that, um, you know, often with people with mental health issues, it takes them between eight to 10 years before they even feel comfortable to speak about it. Some people suffer for eight to 10 years with a mental health um, illness or an issue before they actually go and, and seek help. And, you know, think about that in terms of if you had a broken leg, would you wait eight to 10 years to go and, and seek help and seek medical attention? Probably not. So why would you do it with a mental illness? We need to see mental illness in that same view as a physical illness or a physical injury. It's something that is real. It's something that should be dealt with um, as soon as possible. So if you are suffering or if you know someone who's suffering, please get them to seek help, whether that's help by speaking to a friend or a family member or a professional if they need that, that support. It is something that is really, really, really important. So again, uh, I urge you to go and check out the hashtag bell let's talk if you're here in Canada if you can retweet that even if you're not in Canada retweet some tweets with that hashtag post a tweet with that hashtag um, and for every time that that is posted and shared Bell who's one of the telecommunications companies here in Canada is going to donate five cents to mental health organizations here in Canada so please 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 uh, even if you're not in Canada retweet share those tweets go on Facebook Instagram snapchat share it um, and help us raise some money to be able to support those organizations who are doing really fantastic work to help people with mental health issues here in Canada and all around the world. If you want to do something else, you know someone who's struggling, just ask them if they're okay, ask them how you can help and just be there for them. Um, if you're somebody who has had issues with mental health and you've come out the other side, then share your story. I think there's nothing more powerful than hearing people share their story and it really helps those people who are not quite ready to share to feel comfortable and confident in sharing their story as well and, and knowing that you know there's people that have come out the other side because when you're in it it feels like you're the only one it feels like you know nobody can really understand how I feel because um, nobody's me and I'm an individual and, and you know like I've you know, why would anybody understand how I feel? But you'd be surprised how many people do understand and how many people have had similar thoughts and how many people have uh, sought help and come out the other side. So today's a really important day and, you know, it might be a bit more uh, down and out, down and depressing than uh, our usual episodes here on uh, the Daily Phys Ed. But if this is the only episode that you listen to this year, if this is the only episode of the Daily Phys Ed that you've ever heard, I think this is the most important one and it's something that is really, really close to me and, and really I hope that it really um, gives you the impetus to go out there and, and to start uh, helping people and, and sharing your stories. So until tomorrow, thank you very, very much for listening to this episode. Thank you for letting me share my story. Um, and I hope that it has given you something to think about. And let's not just let today, January 31st, Bell Let's Talk Day, be the only day that we feel comfortable to talk about these things. It's great to have days like this to raise awareness, but this needs to be something that is talked about every single day, not just 
on those days where there are mental health initiatives taking place, but on every day that, you know, it's something that can't be ignored. It's not something that's just going to go away. It's something that needs to be dealt with, just like any other illness. So I really urge you to use today as a launching off point to really think about mental health and the importance of speaking about mental health and being open about mental health and, and being able to say it's okay to be not okay. Until tomorrow, my name's Nathan Horn from iPhysAd.com. This has been the Daily PhysAd Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to my story. I think that's, as I said, one of the most important things that we can do is just be ready to listen. Until tomorrow, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to feel like you're the only one who's ever felt like this. It's okay to feel like there is no hope. It's okay to talk to somebody about the way you feel. It's okay to share your story. It's okay to seek help. It's okay to have a mental illness. It's okay to feel like there there may be nobody who can help you, but know that there is. It's okay to not be okay. So if you don't feel like it's you're okay, if you feel like things are out of control, if you feel like things are hopeless, if you feel like, you know, life would be better without you, then go and talk to somebody. Share your story and be okay with the feeling that it's okay to be not okay. Mental health is a real thing. Mental health is an illness. Mental health is something that we all should feel comfortable to talk about. So I urge you again, talk to somebody, listen to somebody who needs an ear. Share your story and seek help if you need it.